We beseech you, O most holy martyrs, who cheerfully suffered torments and death for his love and are now more familiarly united to him, that you intercede with God for us, slothful and wretched sinners, that he bestow on us the grace of Christ by which we may be enlightened and enabled to love him. Good morning and welcome to the Catholic Daily Drive. Today is Friday of the second week of Lent. In the gospel, Jesus challenges the Pharisees to open their eyes and realize that he was sent by the Father. God, come to our assistance. Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran, covered of the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I wait the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit beyond the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, Though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exult in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Hear another parable. There was a householder who planted a vineyard and set a hedge around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and leased it to tenants and went into another country. When the season of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. And the tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When, therefore, the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those wretched to a miserable death and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the very stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation producing the fruits of it. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking about them. But then he tried to arrest him. They feared the multitudes because they held him to be a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. The saint of the day are the martyrs of Romania. Around the year 320, the emperor of the Eastern Roman Empire, Lucinius, issued a decree ordering every Christian to renounce their faith or face death. When this decree was announced to the Roman army, 40 soldiers of different nationalities, all part of a famous thundering legion, refused to comply with the order to sacrifice to Roman gods. They were brought to trial, and the governor there threatened them with disgrace if they continued, and promised promotions for any who renounced their faith. They were to be placed upon a frozen lake, naked and exposed to the howling wind, until they either changed their minds or froze to death. The forty did not wait to be stripped, but undressed themselves and encouraged one another in the ordeal. A fire and warm baths were prepared at the edge of the lake, and they were told that they could come in from the ice and warm themselves if they turned away from Christianity. For three days and nights, the group endured. 
By the morning of the fourth day, most were dead and the remaining were killed. All the bodies were burned in a furnace and their ashes thrown into a river. The Christian community recovered some of the charred remains. The family of St. Basil the Great, whose parents and three siblings are all saints, were among those who helped to gather what remained of these martyrs. The witness of these soldiers moved this holy family, as well as many other Christians, to greater faithfulness. Okay, so we know in the gospel today, Jesus is speaking about how he's not received as God's son sent into the world. The prophets foretold his coming and they were disregarded. We see that played out in the Old Testament. Jesus, God's own son, comes, and he's going to be killed, which comes to fruition in the New Testament. So, in a way, the scripture lays the groundwork for Jesus as God's son in the world. We could end there and let ourselves off the hook as if the scripture just is pointing to a reality that has already happened. There is a bit more here today. Let's look at God as the householder and the vineyard uh, grace in our souls, the wine press access to sacramental grace, and we are the tenants. Are we protecting our souls, our innocence? There was a song for kids, be careful little eyes what you see, be careful little ears, etc. Are we tending to this? And most importantly, are we ready for when the householder's own son comes? How? In the blessed sacrament? Or have we so much not tilled this field that we are ready to sacrifice even the one who wants to dwell in us? I know that might be a bit deep, but it is a Friday during Lent, so let's take this reflection to prayer today. Find some silence today. Ask how you are tending this vineyard and ask the Lord to help you in the areas that you have already maybe planted some thorns. Today, we are praying for the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese of Boston and for St. Mary Catholic School in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. For all of our partner schools, dioceses, and for our generous benefactors, we ask God's continued guidance through the intercession of Our Lady and Queen as we pray. O most holy Virgin Mary, Mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, By the overwhelming grief you experienced when you witnessed the martyrdom, the crucifixion, and death of your divine Son, look upon me with eyes of compassion, and awaken in my heart a tender commiseration for those sufferings, as well as a sincere detestation of my sins, in order that being disengaged from all undue affection for the passing joys of this earth, I may sigh after the eternal Jerusalem, and that henceforward all my thoughts and all my actions may be directed towards this one most desirable object honor, glory, and love to our divine Lord Jesus and to the holy and immaculate mother of God. Amen. Go forward bravely, fear nothing, trust in God, all will be well. If you would like more resources, support, or would like to add intentions, please visit us at missiondrivencatholic.com.